All right, everyone, look, here we are. It's the beginning of Father's Day. This is part one of a two-part release that we'll be doing today. Um, obviously, you know, just, just a little something to top it off with. Um, if you haven't yet, man, like, it don't it don't matter if the dude's a stepfather, your real father, uh, father of a friend, somebody who's been in your life that you consider a father. I need you to tell them Happy Father's Day. And I need you to make sure that they know how much they mean to you in life. And that brings me to the guest this time. This is this is my own stepfather, Mark Davis. He's been in my life. I I, I can't remember. You know, I'm gonna just be honest. I don't even remember. Um, between him and Pam, both of my step parents, I've I've I cannot begin to even describe um, how much they've actually meant to us and, and how long they've been in our in, in our lives, mine and Jessup's. Um, and you'll hear me talk about uh, majorly throughout the next two episodes about regarding like the idea that whenever someone comes to me and they're venting to me about, you know, the issues they have with their family or as far as their family, but you know, their parents, whether it's a step parent or, or someone who's adopted them or actually their real parent, I, you know, obviously I try to lend a shoulder sympathize, but the thing that me and Jessica grew up with, we had all four and, and Josh, we had all four great, uh, you know, great parents, you know, like we step parents, real parents. I mean, we never really had any, you know, troubling times like that, you know, and, and it's, it's a rare thing to say, and, and we're blessed to be able to, to say that, you know, that all four of our parents have been great to us. And so Mark is no exception to that. You know, he's, you know, he's been my stepfather. He's beat my ass. He's taught me things. And, you know, he's been there in life for me when I needed it most. Um, and so there really isn't much more to say. Uh, obviously, mom was there for this one. So it was us three um, and just sitting down and enjoying the talk on a, on a thing on a Saturday morning. So it, it, it came out really good. And I, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Um one more tiny thing at the very end of this after the trailer there is a tease for the guest on part two today with that being said enjoy This episode contains topics such as death, drugs, alcohol, accident injuries involving blood and bones with an emotional roller coaster to top it off. Listener discretion is advised and bring the tissues. Um, where did you two meet? We met the couple of days before David and Kelly got married. I came home for their wedding and your mama come over to their house. That's right. But so, like, how how did that go though? The whole the whole YouTube meeting, like, what what happened that night? So what happened that night was your mom needed to do laundry. Kelly and your mom were talking. She came over, um, and then we started playing cards and hung out most of the night. So after that night, but like, when did you see each other again? Uh, I think the next day. Yeah, it was the very next day. She had to go to work that day, and then when she came back that night, we would take David out to his bachelor party, and your mom went with all the uh, the girls to Kelly's bachelor bachelorette party. And did you know you feel about her now that you did then? I didn't remember what she looked like because um, we had had a little bit of drink that first night. <laughs> David had to point her out when she come in the door. <laughs> mom, what was your view on that night with Mark? She doesn't remember that night. At all? Yeah, I mean, we had fun. Now, at what point did you did you mention your kids? 
she didn't mention kids until I knew she had kids. She, she talked about it that night and said, you guys were at your dad's house. Mm-hmm. I mean, she mentioned, you know, you guys that night. <laughs> so now that we got all that out of the way, I do want to, I do want to start where, where were you born? In Runner Rapids. Do you remember what year? I do. Like, <laughs> 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old yet. So. And where did you go to school? Roanoke Rapids. And what time? I know at that time, so like, I guess to give me the listeners after high school, what happened to you? Because we know what mom's story was, but where did you go after high school? So after high school, um, I worked, you know, a couple of little small jobs, but then I went into the Navy when I was 21. What was your first job? Uh, worked at a little service station called Presto when I was 15. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the that Presto that I'm the thinking Presto. about? Presto. I am the one who flatted out all the hamburgers in the bag and got them ready, and I stocked up the store. So I did that the summer when I was 15. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, before that, though, every summer we cut grass and rake leaves to make money, but that was my first official part-time job. Then I went to work at the Holiday Inn through most of my high school. Um, the Holiday Inn in town had a banquet rooms and restaurant. So I worked in the, the restaurant as a busboy, and I set up all the banquet rooms. Why did you go into the Navy? Um, I always wanted to go in the Navy. I'm, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL, so I trained for that. Um. I was the manager at the aquatic center, the indoor swimming pool in Runner Rapids, and I was loved to swim, so decided I wanted to uh, go in the Navy and be a Navy SEAL. Uh, one of my dad's best friends was a SEAL, so it, I always liked the idea of it, so that's why I chose the Navy. How long were you in the Navy? Three and a half years. Where was What was your earliest memory with the Navy? Um... I mean, I remember most of my Navy career. I mean, remember boot camp? You know, that sucked. Um, I was used to a lot of physical activity, and honestly, the Navy is not that, you know, the boot camp's not physical. It's mainly training. So I left boot camp. I went to San Diego for my A school. Um, while I was in San Diego, I started getting in, um, qualified for BUDS, and went there. And then I broke my collarbone, and then I went to the fleet. So I was actually stationed in uh, Pearl Harbor from San Diego. Well, I was in Pearl Harbor probably seven, eight months in. So my my duty station was in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. So I was on a destroyer. What exactly did you do on the ship? I was in communications. So... We took messages. We, you know, did all the messaging back and forth. We received everything. Do you remember what year you got out? Ninety-eight, the end of ninety-eight. So after that, I got married while I was in the Navy. Um. So when I got out of the Navy, we went to South Carolina, which is where she was from, and. I started contracting for a cable company. So I did, you know, installs and stuff like that for a cable company. Mm -hmm. Then 
we moved back to Runner Rapids and I went to work for another, you know, cable company and I stayed at that company for a while and then me and my first wife divorced and about a year later I met your mom. Okay. Um where do Okay, so I for some reason there is there's a lot of notes for this and one of the notes is that I'm supposed to ask you about a kangaroo. So in the Navy I went to Australia. And your mom loves this story. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what I told her because I did. We went to Australia. Um, and you could go out to this petting zoo. And the sign clearly stated, do not lean over the fence. Do not touch the kangaroos. Well, being in the Navy, being in my 20s, drinking a little alcohol, I jumped over the fence and slapped a kangaroo on a bit. <laughs> kangaroos took his little arms out, grabbed me by the shirt, and jumped and kicked me square in the chest with both feet. And I thought I was going to die. The kangaroo <laughs> kicked the shit out of me. And for some reason, your mother just finds that story hilarious. Did you at least get like a couple swings in? I did not. I slapped him. And then next thing I remember, the workers there were screaming, hollering, running that way. And. They told me that I was lucky that he didn't just start stomping on me. So you're that guy in the video that like got out to punch the kangaroo for kicking his dog. No, I I just ran up and slapped him for no reason. <laughs> just just overall twenty dollar bet, and I got my ass whooped by a kangaroo <laughs> for twenty dollars. But I I had I had his feet impressions on my chest for about three weeks. What was your favorite part about being in the Navy? The travel. Do you remember everywhere that you got to go? Um, yeah, I mean, went to Hong Kong, Australia. Then, the, you know, we went to the Middle East. I'm not going to name all the names over there. But uh, <laughs> you know, we went, you know, I got to go to Singapore. And Hong Kong was cool. We went to Hong Kong before it went back over to, uh, you know, Chinese rule. It was still British rule at the end. So, you know, just traveling. You know, being on the ship sucked, but you know, you're out, out to sea for long periods of time. But you know, go, going around seeing different, you know, how people live, you know, differently across the you know across the world. It was just it was just an awesome experience. If you could go back, would you still go into the navy, or would you have done something different? Um, I'm an active person, and sitting behind a computer all day is not my idea of fun. So I don't know. I'd have probably I'd have probably went in the Marines instead of the Navy just because of how active I am. But the Navy gave me good schooling and allowed me, you know, to do what I do today. So, um, gave me a lot of good training and I don't, I don't regret it. So, I mean, in reality, I'd probably, you know, do it again. I, I wouldn't do some of the dumb shit I did at A school, you know, to break my collarbone. But. Where was the favorite place you did go out of all the places? Uh, 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 the most favorite? That was Australia. I loved Australia. Do you remember where at in Australia you were stationed? wasn't stationed in Aust- uh, Australia. We just went there. That was one of our port stops. Oh. Um, we went to Sydney. So it was just, I absolutely love Sydney. Uh, Sydney. Mm-hmm. I can never get your mom to go on a, you know, a big trip like that. I'd like to go, I'd like to, go to Australia. So 
there I have we're gonna play a game. Um this one's a bit longer than the one we did for mom's episode, so we're gonna start it early on. And um because each of these questions are probably gonna have many of other questions to go with them. But I'm gonna ask you thirty questions. Some of them are gonna be funny, some of them are gonna be deep. Uh so the question one, um, it says, What comes to mind when you're thinking about growing up in Roanoke Rapids? Uh, I'd say the lake. But we spent spent most of my childhood at the lake. At Uncle Gene's place, right? Yep. What did you love to do as a kid before high school? You go to like. <laughs> what did you love to do in high school? Absolutely nothing. There wasn't no like special click or anything you were in. <coughs> um, school for me was social. Um, I mean, I I was in. Uh, the program called DECA, you know, when you get out of work, you know, you get out of school half a day and because you're working. And we did some trips with that. That was pretty cool. So I wasn't a big school person. What do you remember most about your teenage years? Getting drunk at late. <laughs> <laughs> what and what do you remember most about your mom and dad? I mean, my mom's like my rock, so mom's always been there. My mom and dad divorced when I was very young, uh, like one or two when they separated. So, you know, we'd go hang out with my dad, um, do a lot of fishing and stuff with my dad, because that's what he loved to do. And, you know, when I became a teenager, sometimes I'd work with my dad. He, he did upholstery so I could go work with my dad, you know, just make a little bit of money and most of my memories with my dad is, you know, just fishing. And like I said, my mom's always been there. So, What was important to each of them? Like, what was most important? Most important to my mom was when, when I was growing up. You're talking about when I was growing up? I mean, going to my schoolwork, um, being able to, after I graduated, make something of myself instead of just laying around and doing nothing. My dad was a veteran. Uh, he served in Vietnam, so he was more towards military and just wanted me to serve, you know, in the military, so. All right. If Grandma and Grandpa had a message to you and to me and Jessup, what do you think it would be? My Grandma and Grandpa or my Mama and Daddy? Your Grandma and Grandpa. Stop smoking so much weed. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Grandma will be proud of both of you. Um, you know, my granddad, I love him to death, and but you know he was kind of hard on some. He was all about providing and you know working, and both of you do that. So I think both of them will be proud of you. But you know, granddad would be telling y'all stop stop smoking so much weed and um, <laughs> go and do your do your stuff and grandma would be asking you where the grandbabies are uh, I would have to tell her that there's, I have nephews and nieces to take care of that at this point no, see, grandma would be asking you know, where's the baby for the next question I've already kind of asked but I want to do something different I want mom to ask you a question any question she wants or any question she wants okay, you put me on the spot 
Yeah, I am. Just any question in general you want to ask him, not on the list. Wow. Uh, it's extremely hard. Um, there's no book. Um, you know, one, there's no book how to be a parent. But there's definitely no book on how to be a step-parent. You know, especially at the beginning when you when we first met, I mean, they're not your children. They, you know, you have a, both of you guys had, you know, you, you had a dad that was very into your life. You know, it wasn't, you know, like Kevin was missing. I mean, Kevin was always there for you guys. So it was extremely hard. I mean, I don't think people understand how hard it is to be a step parent. You know, especially those what, those five words that children can sometimes say. Uh, Benson, do you know what those five words are? Uh, I'm assuming cuss words. You're not my real dad. So, being a step-parent is very hard. You know, but it's rewarding too, you know. Does that does that answer that question enough, or do I need to go deeper on that? I didn't ask. I think it does, but I'll let mom decide that. So, <clears throat> This isn't really part of this, but what um when it comes to me and Jessa, what has been your funniest memory and your your I guess um saddest memory with me and Jessa? Funnest memory. I don't know, y'all have had so many. Um my saddest memory um for you was the day you went to Alabama. Um when when you physically moved to Alabama. Um, that was my saddest day there. Um, I guess one of my saddest days for Jessup and, you know, and, and a proud day is when he went to the Marines. That means, you know, grown and gone. Um, funniest memory. I mean, both of them would have to be, you know, my fault, but... My funniest, <laughs> my funniest memory of you was when you were on your way to my granddaddy's house to use the bathroom. Oh, the shit story's coming again. My granddaddy called and said he stopped at the stop sign and turned around. I don't think he made it. So, and then Jessup, kind of same story, went next door. And because he had the shit so bad... He didn't quite make it, and he shit all over David and Kelly's rug. Right, can I ask another question? What the fuck yeah. did you do in the bathroom? That was, that's where I hid from y'all. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, we have so many great memories with you guys. You know, going to the lake, you know, you guys playing sports. I mean. Do you remember when I begged you to coach my basketball team? I did. I mean, that that was fun. And then, like, on our championship, I got sick, so I had to stay home. Yeah, you and your brother were both want me to coach your teams, and then, um, I mean, they're fun. I mean, it, it was it was not only, you know, when you asked me to coach it. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I didn't want to because the way I worked, you asked me to do it, so, you know, and I thought we had fun. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of fun memories of you guys, but, you know, the funniest 
had to do with both of you, you know. I, I guess I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it's just amusing. Um. So for the next one, wait a minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to that. One of, one of the funniest memories I have too is when you and your brother couldn't stop fighting, and we put y'all in that one big shirt and made y'all lay on the um, the, the lounge chair together and hold hands. Man, you know I was that in the backyard. Yeah, I was telling if it wasn't on a podcast, it was I was talk, having a conversation with somebody, and I was telling I, I can't remember who it was. We were talking about brother stuff, and I remember telling that story about how like we were forced to sit in a lawn chair and hold hands. Yeah, and you know, and, and at that house, you know, we had a great time. You know, you, you moon Kelly, um, you know, Jessup grabs this big old the the tube, the floating tubes, the pool noodle, and puts it between his legs, and he's standing on a ladder saying, look at my long schlong, and my mama standing there, and <laughs> that day you moved Kelly, and she called me and saying, you can't believe what your son just did, and you need to come home. <laughs> I don't know where, remember where we were going, but we had gone somewhere traveling, and we were staying in a hotel room, and um, we woke up, and your brother was snuggled up next to you. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, you guys were little. I mean, you were still little and sweet then. Yeah, that, that's when y'all sleep. <laughs> I do want to say about David and Kelly. I remember when uh, David would come home with his truck, and Justin and I would do everything we can to get snacks off his truck yeah. from him. <laughs> and he'd normally give it to you. He could, we couldn't ever get the beef jerky, though. That was the one thing we always wanted. Yeah, he gave y'all the cheap stuff that had already expired. <laughs> <laughs> um, What made you successful at work? Hard work. I mean, just working all the time. A part of that also took away from the family life, but if they called me, I went. And I mean, it was just hard work. What did you believe about yourself that helped you become successful and deal with hard times? Um, you, got, you just got to believe that you can do anything and, and you can do accept that sometimes you're going to fail. But you just got to, as long as you give it your all, you should be okay. You know, you somebody says they never failed at anything in life, then they're lying. So, you just got to be able to accept, you know, things you can't do and, um, you know, believe that you can and just work hard at it. And then what times in your life truly tested your mettle? Like, what did you learn about yourself by dealing or not dealing with them? Uh, Vincent King. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say on that one, Vincent, honestly, being a stepdad. I didn't know how to be a stepdad and you guys were, you know, you guys were kids. You know, you were just children. So, you know, you would test my patience and push those buttons. And um, I think what what helped in that situation was, I don't, do you remember the time that your dad come over and it was me, Kevin, and you two boys sitting on the couch and your dad said he'd had enough of hearing some of the things that were happening in our house and it gave me permission to uh, remove my belt anytime I saw fit. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I think I kind of remember you know, that. It's children. I mean, you know, I was a kid. I know I tested my mom's patience, and but the, the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life was, you know, to be a parent. Um, so to like to kind of branch off of that, isn't like something I brought up in mom's episode? It's it was I know it's more of a pain because Jessup and I are like um, sun and moon difference from each other, right? Is there a question there? Or you want me just to agree? Y'all are yeah, y'all are not oh, right. I'm also to go on that. Your brother Brad, like you know, I was telling mom, I'm like, 
it's always been that I, me and Brad share the same interest, and you and Jessup kind of did at right. the same time. You know, I'm I'm outgoing. I want to be outside. I want to do things. I'm very active. Um, and you know, Jessup was like that. And you know, you, you want to stay in the house, play video games, and um, you know, the card games, and you know, you enjoy stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with it. It was just. You know, things that I wanted to go do, you thought were boring, and, you know, things that you want to do, I was like, I don't know if I can do these, but, and looking back, I mean, that's the one thing I wish I could have done more was, you know, I know we would play card games every now and then, but I should have taken more interest in yours instead of what I want to do, and, you know, but again, I was, I was young, I was in my 20s and 30s, and didn't really know how to to bond like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the I know we talked about it in previous episodes, but uh, this <laughs> the story about <laughs> me and Joseph getting into the fight after y'all's turn after y'all's uh, Taekwondo night, and then like mom's well, you and mom's way of discipline was like, all right, he doesn't get to go to the Yu Gi Oh tournament. <laughs> yeah, well, y'all had some doozies. I mean, and and I'll be honest, I mean, you used to sit there and just take it and take it and take it, and you know. My biggest memory of y- y'all's biggest fight was at the house on Challenge Drive, and dude, I could see Justin was just trying to push your buttons and mess with you because you had a friend over. And mm-hmm. when I saw that you had had enough, I reached over and I was holding your mama back. And, you know, that's the day that you were outside just wearing him out, and I wanted y'all <laughs> to solve y'all's problems outside. And you know, when I was growing up, that's what you did. If you you had to solve problems, you know. Mommy couldn't solve all your problems, so I let y'all go. And Mommy's idea was to get out there and stop it. And but after that, I think that y'all calmed down a little bit. But you were always too nice, you know, when it came to letting your brother get away with stuff. I still apparently do that in a lot of things. <laughs> I'm too nice, apparently. Well, isn't that that's not a bad thing either, son? But you know. Eventually, you know, you always have to stand up for yourself. You know, that one time you did, and mm-hmm. after that, I think your brother left you alone for a little while. All right. So, <clears throat> the next question: um, Which three events most shaped your life? I know this one's going to be a doozy. What three events shaped my life the most? Um, I'd probably say military was one uh, that made me grow up. Um, marrying your mom, you know, then becoming a family and having, you know, two kids in the house. I think three is when my, when my dad died, because that made me realize right then that how precious life is, and you know, I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad, and I didn't want regrets, you know, when I was older, and you know, on a deathbed saying, why didn't I spend more time with you and Justin? So the next question, I'm going to, we're going to change up it. What do you remember about me and Justin when you met us? I believe if at the time I remember it was at that pizza hut in Outer Banks. I was working in Outer Banks and your mom um, come down for the weekend. I had not met you two yet. That was the first time I ever met you. Didn't we fight? Yes. Well, y'all, you won't fight it. You would just, both of you were showing off. I mean, and you just would not listen to anything your mother said. So your mother took both of you into the bathroom 
and everybody in the restaurant could hear y'all screaming. <laughs> and then when you come out, y'all act like perfect angels. That's when we went to the aquarium afterwards. But yes, I, I met you for the first time at Pizza Hut. Oh, you wore their butts out in that bathroom. <laughs> Say what you want. We probably deserved it. I see. I think I remember. I don't remember the punishment. I do remember us acting acting up. Yep. But when you come out, you know, but before you went in, everybody was staring at you um, because the way you guys were acting. Um, and I'll be honest, when your mom first went in the bathroom, I was like, do I need to get up and leave or? <laughs> Ow, what the, you know, but I didn't want to stick her with the bill. So I sat there for a few minutes really debating, do I really want to do this? But. You guys come out, and then we went, you know, we went to the aquarium, we went down to the beach, and we had a great weekend. And I think that's where you guys were snuggling. You know, when your mom talked about you guys snuggling in the morning, you guys were doing that in a hotel and out of banks. But you guys were six and seven. Decades ago, it feels like. Yes, it does, don't it? <laughs> um, were you scared to be a parent? Yes. You know, at first, you know, you think you, you can handle this. It's no big deal. And, um, you know, and, and the arrangement you guys had at the very beginning, you know, you guys were with us one week and with Kevin one week. So it was almost like a mini vacation. You know, by the end of the week, you, you know, wanted to kill y'all. And then by the end of the next week, you couldn't wait to get you back. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, I mean, you know, it, I think it's different, you know, Kevin would probably have a different um, response to that question because, you know, you go through the pregnancy, you're expecting it, you can't wait for him to get there. And, you know, when when I came into the picture, you guys were already, you know, again, you know, you were five and six or six and seven or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's terrifying. You know, you, you guys don't understand, you know, it's, it's can we provide for him and you know, worry about you all the time. So, yeah, I mean, it, big shock. To what I expected it to be. What three words represented your uh, approach to parenting and why? Uh, discipline. Reason for that is, you know, that's what I grew up with my with my granddaddy, my mom, Abe, or mm-hmm. take that spanking. Um, patience, which I had none growing up. Um, but I tried to learn patience with you guys, and. I mean, love. I mean, I love you guys, so don't really know how to answer that one. Don't know if I did. I think you did right. Okay, so the next one, and like I said, this is going to be a bit of an off subject, but when you think about Brad, how do you describe him? Douchebag? No, no that's my brother. <laughs> um, I don't know. We're so far apart. Um, I, I don't enjoy gaming. Um, Again, I rather be outside on boat playing golf I put me outside that's just the way I've always been um I don't know we're just so far apart but um the cool thing is after my after my stepsister died every year we've been to a game you know either a baseball game or a football game so we try to go somewhere and you know at least once a year and, you know all differences aside you know we don't discuss politics on those days. We, we just go and we just enjoy whatever we're doing. Does that answer that one? So I'm going to ask the same thing. When you think about Jessup, how do you? How would you describe him? Wide open, 
military kind of brought him down. I I just he, I think Justin's a great dad, and I'm proud of him for putting his son first. You know, so I, I can say that just, you know, just absolutely loves his son. Speaking of which, we're waiting for Vincent to. Uh, I want to be able to say that about Vincent on my Xbox. Just give me a grandbaby. <laughs> Just give me a baby. I'm, I, want a, I want a grandbaby. Cruise around on my boat with. I need another co-pilot. Mama gets on my nerves. I need one to go talk. <laughs> what message do you have for Jessup that you always want him to keep in mind? Um, message do I have that I want him to keep in mind? I mean, Bentley. I mean, you know, keep your children first. You know, every, everything else comes last. You know, but to just take care of your son. All right. So for the next question, how far, how close are you and mom sitting right now? Uh, she's breaking social distancing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. You might want to watch your chair because when you think about mom, how do you describe her? Your mother's loving, probably the biggest pain in the ass I've ever seen. But your mother was very loving, very caring, and you know she, she got the way to, you know, to help you. I just wish she'd be nice to me. Oh. <laughs> what message do you have for mom that you always want her to keep in mind? Listen to your husband. <laughs> Obey like our vow said. Obey. <laughs> she she keeps forgetting that part of the vows. Which three words best describe who you tried to be in life and how you want to be remembered? I'd say a good man. I, I try to be a good man, but I know look, my, my mother once said I was born an asshole and just grew bigger. <laughs> uh, remembered? As long as, you know, you and Jessup and can remember that I did everything I could to provide for you guys. Um, that I did love you and I tried to take care of you the best I could, then I succeed. As long as you guys can, at the, at the end, can say, you know, those five words at the end, you were not my real dad, but you took care of me. If, if I can hear that from you guys when I'm on my deathbed, then I succeeded in life. When you think about mine and Jessup's careers, what would you want us to focus on? Um, be happy. Um, I want you guys in careers that, you know, one that will provide for you, um, will provide for your family, but do something you enjoy because, you know, I enjoy my job, but there's there's days that I wish I'd have chosen a different profession, you know, but I guess that's with every job, but do something you enjoy, don't. Don't do something because you have to. Because if you don't enjoy it, it affects everything around you, including your family life. You know, your, your job is that it. That it's there to provide. It's not your life. And if I could go back and tell a younger, you know, my younger self, that's what I would say. You know, the job is there to provide. It's not your life. What have you learned about other people in life? They're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen. Stupidity must have been a class some people took in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, no, um, there's a lot of good people out there in the world, son, and then there's some that just, they're only about themselves. You just got to watch them. 
What do you think the world needs more of right now? I don't know. This world so jacked. God put God back in a lot of things because people around here don't lost their minds. And honestly, you know, a lot of people just need to mind their own business. <laughs> live, live their lives. Other people live theirs and stop making a law for every little thing, like how much toilet paper you can use. You go to the bathroom and it's getting stupid. Now, what do you believe people want most in life? Um, to just live. I mean, in reality, you only have about 10% of the, the population that just want to always stir shit up, but they just want to live. They want to go to work, come home, raise families, have, you know, make memories, put their kids in sports, and, you know, just live. Well, that's the way I look at it. What were the three best decisions you ever made? Three best decisions? Mm-hmm. Going to military, that got me out of this town because I was drinking so much and doing stuff that I wouldn't have never made it here. Um, I'd say, I mean, marrying your mom. I think I've had a good life with her. And buying my boat. <laughs> I don't know, son. I mean, uh, my career, I mean, I think I work for a good company and has really provided for the family. So, I mean, I'd say uh, honestly, and you know, the, the job I have. How excited were you gonna, were you when you found out that uh, you were going to be a grandpa? Um, it was exciting. I mean, especially you know, listening to Justin talk about it, it was very exciting. The whole time, you know, you guys are growing up, we start getting older. You know, you start thinking about stuff like that. That's why I can't wait to get excited when Vincent has one. What are you most proud of in life? That you two turned out good. Um, what I mean by good, I mean, you know, you're both working. In reality, you do live on your own. You know, Joseph has uh, got a good career, good life. He's family-oriented right now, so they're going through their process buying houses. So, you know, the way you guys turned out. I mean, think about when, when you're kids and you're, you're acting up and you're doing stuff. You just, We were just praying Joseph didn't go to jail. <laughs> You know, when he went to the military, I think it really straightened him out some. You know, he really matured very quickly. You have a good work ethic. And you, know, just, you guys turned out. And what are you most thankful for? Um, My family. You know, Lena, the boys, you know, both of you. Um, my mom, you know, my family. I, I got a, you know, stepsister Terry, and they love her. She still comes over, so I'm thankful that our family even though we don't always agree at any time we can come together on a Sunday for a barbecue and everybody's here. Yes. I'd say my family. Well, I mean, no, I said, you know, but if he was here, right. is, this a, is, is this an interview with Lena or Mark? All right. So, <laughs> I got I got a few more questions, but these ones are going to be a lot more fun. Um, what do you remember about the houses you lived at as a kid? Which one did you like the best? The one I remember was the I forgot the one that we that we lived in for a second, and Brad's room always had that hole in the door. So that was that was my childhood house. Um, mm-hmm. as a as a kid, that's the only house I remember. I mean, I we lived in another house, but I was so small. Um, my mom bought that house that that um what what Brad's room was. 
she bought that house when I was eight. So that was my childhood house. So that's the one I grew up in. I really don't remember the other ones. What did you have a child? What did you have as a child that kids don't have today? Atari. Yeah, we had Atari. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing really we had when when I was younger. We don't have today because we have more today than we did when I was a kid. But I'd say the only thing was when the Atari come out, everybody, you know, if you had an Atari, everybody in the neighborhood was at your house. Do you remember the first video game you got to play? Like, man. <laughs> that was the only game out on Atari when it first started was Pac-Man. My mom would sit on the floor in the living room and play Asteroids forever. Granny played Asteroids? Yep, and she would never lose, so you know, when it was her turn, she'd come in there, and then we might as well just leave. But she, you know, she'd be on there an hour, and give us 10-minute time limits. But when she got going, she would just sit there and play that game forever. You know what's funny is a, a few of the things that the listeners have gotten from Granny is that Granny can apparently still play beer pong to this day. Yes. She can still play beer pong. She would still write her back Yep. Yep. Gr- granny was always adventurous. You know, she still is today. As a matter of fact, she's going up to the lake with us today. I remember, Um, I, I think it was discussed on, on Mom's episode, but uh, Granny even did Taekwondo for a second. She did. She sure did. She got up to one step before black belt. Has anything ever happened at a family wedding that you'll never forget? A family wedding? Mm-hmm. No, because I'll be honest, the only family wedding I remember is mine and your mom's. Were, so did, did Granny and... Did they, did, he, did they get married before you and Brad were born? Who's that? Granny and your dad? Yes. Yeah, but uh, they, they were married before Brad was born. So when Brad's older than me, mm-hmm. so yeah, they were already married. Um, my mother did remarry, but I don't remember any of that. I mean, I, I remember my stepdad, um, just bits and pieces, but I was so young that I, I don't remember a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Which family member has been your biggest and your greatest coach in life? How have they coached you, and what made them good at it? Um. Probably my mom, because she always wanted me to be happy and wanted me to succeed. So, I mean, she's always, you know, no matter what I said I wanted to do, you know, she stood behind it and supported me. She would always tell me, you know, I could go do whatever I, you know, whatever I put my mind to, I could go do. So, I definitely say my mom. When you were a teenager, which family member did you go to for advice? And looking back, was it good advice? I'll be honest. Um. That would be Uncle Gene's uh, stepdad, Mike. Um, Mike was like a stepdad to me. So, um, you know, between Gene, his brothers, and his stepbrother, there were four of them. And Mike would always call me number five because I was always there with Gene. So I would say, um, I would say Mike. I would always go to him first. Now, when you were when you were my age. What was your favorite movie and book? The Goonies. The Goonies is the greatest movie of all time. For some reason, I love that movie. Book was um, Alive. Mm-hmm. No, it was about the um, the rugby team that crashed in the Indies Mountains. 
Yeah, but uh, it's my book, so he asked me a question. Okay. <laughs> All right. What was your um? So, well, I guess to start off, what? Tell me a story. Tell all of us a story. Uh, about a family reunion or even like just a family party that you remember as a kid? I remember going to one that you want a funny story or you just want a story? Uh, a story. All right. So we, we went, we, it was a large family gathering and family reunion, I guess you'd call it. And there was a pig out there and, you know, all the kids out there playing with it. And then we found out that we're getting ready to shoot the pig because we were eating. And it was going to be a pig pig. So me and my cousin, found a gun, and we took all the bullets out of the gun. You know, it was a rifle. And we hit them all because we didn't want them to shoot the pig. <laughs> I guess after a spanking, we decided to give up the bullets. And you know, and later on, I, I'll have to say the pig was pretty good, but we had more fun playing with it than, you know, at the beginning. And, you know, I don't think you should let go kids go play with their food, you know. But I, I do remember that. I remember us hiding the bullets so they couldn't shoot the pig. What was the hardest thing you went through as a child, and how did you overcome it? As a child, I guess the only the only hard thing, I, I had appendicitis when I was in seventh grade, so I had my appendix out. And, you know, being as active as I am, you know, being laid up in the house um, after surgery, that was probably the hardest thing for me as a kid. What are your favorite stories that Granny tells or – or she at least told it one time or still tells? Oh, yeah. Okay. So my brother's three years older than me. And I know I used to take a lot of spankings because stuff he did. So Granny loves this story. Me and my brother were in the kitchen. My mom was going back in the house. And my brother was saying, Mama's going to be so mad at you and she's going to spank you. And my brother's in there pouring the salt and sugar out in the floor. And my mother happens to come around the corner seeing him while the whole time my brother's telling me, Mama's going to spank you. This is, you know, you will be in trouble. And he was the one pouring it into the floor. <laughs> Holy shit. That one is she likes hearing, you know, my, my, I thought we had thought my mom had left for work and she forgot something to come out to the house and I was in the bathroom. My brother kept beating on the door. I don't know. I was probably 11 or 12, you know, a little bit, maybe younger. And he kept beating on the door, and I said, I'm in the bathroom. And I finally just screamed, I'm taking a shit. And he said, what? And I said it two or three times, and my mom said, well, don't forget to wash your hands. <laughs> my brother was always trying to get me in trouble. Like I didn't get myself, he always wanted to heal. If you could know anything about your family history or about a relative who passed away, what would you want to know? Um, I'd like to know where my dad's side of the family come from. Because my, my dad's dad died when he was two. So I don't know. I don't really know anything about that side of the family. You know, my grandma and my granddaddy would talk about stories from theirs. But my dad really couldn't because, you know, I mean, he, he had his mom, but we, we knew nothing about his dad's side. So I'd love to know about my dad's side of the family. What was the most embarrassing thing Granny ever did to you? Um, right after my surgery, I was not supposed to play in a game, and you know, I played a basketball. And I stuck down to the recreation center. And when my mom come in, I was out there playing. And it was about a week after my surgery. I still had my stitches in. Um, 
one of them had come loose, so I was bleeding a little bit, and my mom walked right out onto the court in front of everybody, snatched me by hand. You know, that was kind of embarrassing, you know, snatched me off the court like that. I think the most embarrassing thing was when you guys made me and Justin hold hands. Well, you know, it was just in the backyard with us and David and Kelly, but yeah, that was funny. What are your best memories of holidays or family gatherings as a child? We didn't do a lot of gatherings when I was a child. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, my mom worked a lot. Um, you know, we, we would go up to the lake every 4th of July, mom, you know, my mom would go. Um, that was probably some of the, the, the best times is when, you know, we were at the lake and, and having those big, you know, cookouts and, you know, just being able to go up and just have fun. You know, the, the best one, I guess, is the, the year I was probably 15 and all the parents got drunk and forgot that the keg still had beer in it. So when they went to watch the fireworks on a pontoon boat, we all got drunk and then borrowed a ski boat, you know, <laughs> uh, jeans that bad. And that didn't turn out so well because we tore the lower units off. So, do what? Yeah, I mean, I love riding jet ski. Oh, yeah, um, you couldn't ride jet skis at nighttime. Me and Gene duct tape a flashlight to the front and back and turned it on so we could still ride at night. And the game wouldn't call us. And the only reason they didn't confiscate the jet ski because they just thought it was funny as hell that we duct tape flashlights to the jet ski so we could have lights on. Yeah, I remember that we when we all one of the many times we all went and one of y'all's friend took me and another little kid on the jet ski uh, down to the lake, like or down the middle of the lake, and he flipped us. That was the fun part. That was so terrifying though, because I I don't remember how old I was, but like I was still life jacket old, and like I did not. That's the last thing I want to do is be in the middle of the lake. I barely like being no, at the shore. If you of the ever lake. got on a jet ski with me or Gene, first thing we were gonna do was throw you off. That's the fun part. Then after that, we go and jump. <laughs> we jump as many waves as possible. Me and you rode to the Shell because that was the first time I ever seen a gas station yep. on water. I don't know if you remember that. And then uh, we saw all those people that have her dragging yeah, like that, the couch. That was a uh, Washburn Marina. Yep. We still go there and get gas now. Is that the same Shell where Mom, that friend of yours, like was it the not t- the time before last time we went to visit the guy who would always call cigarettes yes. Stokies or whatever. You're talking about, um, we stayed in their house, California Dreaming. Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. That's the same. It's the same one. Because he was, he was in a, like him and that girl. I'm, I don't remember why we were there. You were doing something, paperwork was. They had just built a big house and they were going to rent it out. <laughs> and they right. let us stay there. Um, we were the first ones to stay in the house to let them know if we found any problems or, there's anything they needed to do. So mm. he got to stay at the house. And um, we met them through church, and I mean, they were just uh, amazing musicians. But Rob was stuck in the 60s. <laughs> yep, he, he died a couple years ago. Yeah, mom told me. Because when I come up there, I asked her, like, we're going to see that guy again. And she was like, no, he died. And I was like, well, damn. I was just there. I was just talking to her last year. So did Granny ever lose her job or lose a job when you guys were growing up? She changed jobs. Um, she managed the Howard Johnson's forever. Was that a mechanic shop or something? <laughs> the Howard Johnson's was a motel. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I never heard that in my yeah, entire well, life. It's where the Cracker Barrel is now. Um, but but oh. it was there, and um, they decided to close. That's where she went to work for the um, 911. And she's been there for like ever. Yeah, she went. It, it started at the Sheriff's Department, but then when it became one central, um, she went there. Because her and Pam worked there at Dispatch together. Yeah. Yeah, her and Pam went together. Somebody else was too. I can't remember who it was, but somebody else recently told me they were there with Granny, and I can't see th- a friend of Pam's, and I don't know who it was. Um, so what's your favorite thing that Granny cooks? Uh, if you ask Granny, it's spaghetti, and I always hated spaghetti, so she always thought I loved it. That's why she cooked it every time I come home. Um, I don't think Granny's ever cooked spaghetti for me. Well, that's she do that for me every time I because she thought it was my favorite. And finally, one day I had to tell her I hated spaghetti. <laughs> I would say. Her cornbread, because she makes it the same way my grandma did, and fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So she makes it, the, the, to, to me, you know, I, I guess nobody cooks like grandma, but my mama can cook, you know. I love her cornbread, and I love her fried chicken. If you could go back to one day in your childhood, which day would that be, and why? Oh. Hmm. It'd probably be... The day that I broke up with a girl on the lake and she threw my class ring in the middle of the lake. I'd go back and get my ring back first. Damn, what lake was that? Lake Gaston. <laughs> there was a bunch of rings at the bottom of that lake. But yeah, I we got into it on the boat and I said, well, I was breaking up with you today anyway. Yeah, but she chunked the ring as far as she could. <laughs> Mom. <gasps> if there was something... <laughs> Get so fucked up. If there was something, if there was something to mark she wanted to throw in the lake, what would it have been? They were couple. They were my lay around the house. <laughs> and yeah, she threw them away and. Jessa walks over and says, Mark, why are your sweatpants in the trash can? And he pulled them out. Your mom wanted to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I got to hand it to you boys. If, if your mama did something, y'all always you know, came to me and told me. Mom, if, if, if I did something, <laughs> keep it to yourself. So I actually, I absolutely love that. Um, I kind of regret doing it, but uh, the, so uh the back in 2014 when we had that winter storm here um and dad and i dad had to go pull my truck out I, well i don't remember why but we were still in his his dodge ram and uh we were coming back um there it was still icy snowy outside and so dad was like he i think he i think he if he was he was talking about offering to help people or if he wasn't i don't remember but we were uh riding on the road and he was just make just bragging about his truck and joking about it and uh, he was talking about like, yeah, son, this is a big power. He just loves his truck so much. And he was joking around and he was, he pulled the wheel a little too sharp and we kind of slid into a ditch and bent the front bumper. He gets out and he's like, he's like, oh, it's not that bad. He's like, just do me a favor. Don't tell your mother. He's like, I did not want to hear that. So we pull up at home and Pam comes outside and she was asking where we, you know, what took so long and yada yada. And I was like, Pam, dad bent the bumper and I ran to the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little douchebag. Oh, Jessa did it to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you get into the mic a little bit more, Mom? So let me tell you what your brother did to me one time, even a guy. 
well, a couple years ago. So he was, I don't know, I think he was at Camp Lejeune. And I had to go pick him up one weekend so he could come home, you know, to see us, right? No, he wanted to come home and see his girlfriend, but whatever. So um, I drive there at night, in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, long story short, I got a speeding ticket. So I said to him, don't say anything to Mark, you know, until I get home. Of course, he gets on his phone, he calls Mark. Right then, he says, what would you say if mom got another speeding ticket? <laughs> right at right yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all would rat your mom out in a heartbeat, but I got handed to you. Y'all, y'all really didn't rat me out to Jess rat me out to, uh, to you guys. I don't know if you guys remember, but... Um, you two ratted each other out constantly. Well, we were, we were, I remember we, I was, we were going, so we were going to Challenger and John Michael, I don't know how he got him to this day. He brought those little whiskey airplanes of wild turkey <laughs> and he was always doing stupid stuff. Hey, do you, I, do you remember where this is going, mom? Cause I don't think, I, yeah, Mark, you were home when she, so, uh, he was like, here, he's like, you just get into school for some reason. I don't know how. And he's like, just being John Michael. And so I was like, I thought I was cool. So I, I when we left work, well, mom was taking us to grandma Claudia's dad's mom, um, to stay or well we were getting picked up we were going there before you guys got off work and uh when i got to grandma's i thought i was cool so um i walked behind the shed and i took a swallow of it and i didn't like it Jessup comes around the corner and he, he looks at it and he's just like is that alcohol and i was like yeah and i was like don't tell mom and he goes if you give me if you don't give me a sip right now i am and i said okay so he took a swallow and he spit it out he goes that's nasty and i was like yeah so i stuck it in my bag and uh so when we got in the car for moms, like we pulled up, we were just, everything was going good. We pulled up in the driveway. Jessup opens the back door and he goes, mom, Vincent has, uh, has alcohol in his bag and just took off running into the house. That sounds just like your brother. <laughs> uh, I think I remember like uh, being in the car with Grandma Claudia and Grandpa Ralph before then, and was asking him because it was wild turkey, and I was like, I didn't know what it was, so I was like, Grandpa, you ever had wild turkey? And uh, he was like, Yeah. He said, He said that stuff ain't no joke. He said, Why do you ask? You, he said, You up to something? And I said, No, sir. I said, I, I was just wondering. I heard about it today, and he was like, Okay. I don't think he ever knew. Looking back at it, I, your mama didn't tell me that story, so I didn't know anything about y'all. I'm pretty sure I got in trouble. I seem to remember because I because I remember blaming Jessup for why for me getting in trouble. I don't know. I don't remember if it was a spanking or if I was grounded, but I know I got in trouble for it. I know. I, I know you guys took the whiskey away. I know that much. Your mom. Yeah, your mama probably drunk it. No, we did not. Like, how are you most different from your parents and grandparents, and then how are you the same? Oh. Uh, I think I'm more the same than different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, most of my, you know, my mom was always out, you know, let's go do stuff, let's be outside. And, um, I don't know, my, my granddad had patience, I didn't. Well, he had patience with us, I, at least I remember. Um, I don't know, my, my grandma, I just remember her just being, you know, sweet unless I really pissed her off. Yeah, I mean, not like my, I guess my, my mom and my granddaddy, you know, instilled, you know, you, you work hard for what you get. And, you know, grandma was like, you know, en- enjoy your life because it's going to be over in a blink of an eye. And I never understood that as a kid, but I understand it now. Me and your mom just celebrated our anniversary last month. And we're like, holy crap, what all these years ago? 
I don't remember when Grandma died, what was going on, but I remember when Grandpa died, that day we got out of school, and you guys took us over to Granny's house, or now Granny's house, and like, he wasn't around, and we couldn't figure out what was going on, so you and Mom took us to the back bedroom. Yeah, when, you got, you guys are very small, and, you know, when Grandma died, right before me and your mom got married, um, so, she had already started getting sick um, when me and your mom met. So you guys, you know, you probably don't remember just sitting in her chair in the, in the living room and being on the porch. But you guys got to see Granddaddy more. But for like the last year of Grandma's life, she was, you know, pretty much mostly in the bed. So you guys didn't get to spend a lot of time with her, but. One regret on that, I wish you could have, because, you know, my grandma was probably one of the swiss ladies out there, you know. What did you do with your grandparents, like, that you loved? And then what did they do that you didn't enjoy so much? Um, I, I remember taking trips with them as a kid to, you know, White Lake. We did that every year. Um. I mean, I don't know. You know, we, we were kids and they were grandparents, you know. You, you treat your grandkids a little differently than you do your kids because, you know, at the end of the day, they go home. But, you, you know, you spoil your grandkids. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can, when I was 16, you know, I knew when my granddad was going to be there and when he wanted, he wanted, you know, he was, he was always going to get the paper at the same time or he did, you know, he had a routine. That's when I went to grandma's and get gas money, you know, when, when granddad went there. Because <laughs> grandma would always give it. But, you know, I remember my grandma playing in the yard with us, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, grandma was a catcher in uh, the softball. My grandma was very talented, and you know, so was my mom. Wow. My mom was very good. Wow. Sport. Yeah, I mean, she did, like I said, taekwondo. She rode the motorcycle. She played. Like, she apparently plays beer yeah, she, pong she, still. Honestly, my mom's the one who taught me, you know, baseball. She basketball you know she always worked with us and you know my my mother was very athletic so this is a question that uh i asked mom right off the bat but i've been waiting to fit in um what's the best father's day gift you got from me or jessup father's day present i don't know i wish you would have just said present because your christmas present this past year is the greatest i've ever gotten um can you tell listeners what it was for christmas yeah um gave me golf balls with your mom's face on it. That was just awesome. Uh, everybody loved it. Um, I still got them. Um, I don't use them just because I, I it was just great. Um, Have you lost any yet? Nope. Uh, my matter of <laughs> fact, I've only hit one golf ball. Um, I, I played on two different holes and after that, I mean, I put them up because to me it's, I mean, you know, there's some of the, you know, personal, personalized golf balls. I mean, I, I, I kept them. I mean, no, I mean, it's the, it's the fact you gave them to me. And I mean, I, I just think they're funny as hell and I love them. So, mm-hmm. um, Father's Day presents though. I mean, honestly, I, I normally knew what they were going to be because when you were kids, we paid for them, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I would ask surprise and you guys had to ask surprise cause you didn't even know what it was. Your mama bought it. <laughs> Well, most time, you know, we don't get big gifts on uh, 
on Father's Day. I mean, I just love the card, and I mean, I love the fact that you call every you know year, no matter what. So one of these days, I'd like to see you surprise us by showing up. You know, without us know you're coming. In my defense, you're also very hard to buy for. I am very hard to buy for. I, I will admit that. I mean, you know, don't ever buy me clothes because I won't wear them. Um, yeah. Your, your mama says I live in the 80s. But, you know, <laughs> you could buy me a boat. You could buy me a you know, bigger motor. I mean, but besides that, I mean, I'm at the age now that I'd rather just get a phone call from you, you know, than a gift. But, and I mean, your, your brother bought me a AR one year for Christmas. And you've bought me a pair of sunglasses that you did with your own money. And so did your brother. So, and I mean, it, it matters more when you guys buy it yourself, you know, instead of somebody just handing you the money. But, and I know every year you love buying Christmas presents. So it means a lot that you know, it came from you. And, you know, it's not like when you guys were kids and when, we can go buy our own Christmas presents, wrap them up, and then you give them to us. Do you say golf is your favorite sport? Because you've done swimming, you've done basketball. No, it is. I mean, because honestly, I can't play basketball anymore, um, you know, after I broke my back. So, um, but when I started playing golf again, I mean, I, I do enjoy that. You know, um, reconnected with some friends that I hadn't seen in a long time, and, you know, they play golf. So, on the weekends now, I mean, we, we rotate around, we go to different places, and you know, you just get to hang out with those guys and laugh at everybody when they hit bad shots. And it's just, I enjoy golf now. When I played before, you know, when you guys were little, it wasn't very good. And, you know, we just want to go, you know, just go hang out. But, yeah, I actually enjoy playing golf now. Speaking of golf, uh, and Jessup, I do remember one of the fights we had. Jessup hit me with a plastic golf club. Yeah, he, he's, he does some mean things to you. Yeah, he, he hit you with that. He, I'll never forget, I was, I was contracting out of town, and I drove in from Outer Banks, and as soon as I pulled in the driveway, your mom walked out and said, dinner's on the stove, I'm taking Vincent to the emergency room. And I'm like, what the hell? And you come back, and you were in one of those little kid card, uh, cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Justin wanted to ride it, and you, he, you wouldn't let him, and he flipped you over, and he broke your arm. Well, the truth to that is that we were playing a game. I don't know why we found it funny, but we were like, I, I did start out like that, like sentiment to push each other over. And then we thought it was funny. So we would take turns getting in the car and pushing each other over. I don't know why. I don't know why it started. Like, I don't know why it turned into that. But my arm was like sitting where the roof was. And so the roof like was in the crease of my elbow and just sat on the car joking around. He like, um, just trying to make it more funny. It's, I don't like then. I don't know why we found it so funny. And then my arm started hurting, and, and he wouldn't get off because he didn't understand what was going on. And so, like when I started screaming more, he got off and was like, and that's when uh, my arm started hurting. So I ran in the house, and like I never. That was the first time my arm was broken. And then I cracked the elbow a few years later at the uh, park. I don't remember you doing it the second time. I remember you doing it the first time. The second time, we were at that park beside. Um, the wreck and uh i was riding my bike um and this lady was taking pictures of her kids on the swing and i was trying i i was coming around the curve where she was taking the picture and i was trying not to be in the picture because i just didn't want to so i went really fast trying to get out and when i did the because you're not supposed to be riding bikes on that trail uh my bike tire slid and i fell and my elbow like landed solid onto the rocks 
and I couldn't couldn't do anything in my arm. And so she, the lady, saw that and put me in the back of her van and took me to grandma's. And then mom picked me up and took me to the, or somebody did. If it wasn't mom, somebody took me to the hospital. Are you sure? Because we thought it was broken again. Your dad's house? Because I don't remember. No, 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 no. That was there in Runner Crabbits. It was at that trail beside the the wreck. Okay. It wasn't broken. It was cracked though. We thought it was broken, but he looked at it and was like, "Yeah, you just cracked the elbow." And I remember like him having to explain because I couldn't understand why my how you can crack an elbow. <laughs> You don't remember that at all, Mom? I don't remember that one. Somebody took me. I don't know who it was, but um, I, I don't know why I remember Mom being there when they when they told me about the cracked elbow. I know it hurt. It hurt worse than the break, it felt like. Well, Vincent, I got, a, I got two questions for you. What's your favorite vacation you've taken with us? I think it's a tie. The first one I don't remember much of, but it was one of the, one of the millions of beach ones. We were staying in that RV with that with the uh, that other family. I don't remember who it was. Talking about Rusty and Shannon. Was it Rusty and Shannon? But there was somebody. But wasn't there like obviously Aaron? But I guess in that that her friend or whatever. And then us and Jessup, right? Yep. Yeah, that was in Hatteras. Uh, that place was that, fun that as was shit. Tessa, that Tessa was went. Yeah. You and you had the jeep, and then Rusty had the jeep. Yep. But uh, and then <laughs> we were on the beach, and something happened to the the jeep, and they were trying to pull you. And then the the I remember the bumper broke off. Of, was it? I don't think it was Rusty that tried to pull you though. Was it? Yeah. No. I, I we we didn't. Uh, I didn't rip the bumper off. Yeah. That the plastic piece for my gear shift broke. Yeah, but during the tow, the bumper came off of Rusty's. Yeah, no, that was our Butch Barber. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't think it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we were staying with Rusty and Shannon. Well, we we stayed with them in the camp. That was fun because it had that little island we had to take the ferry to. Yeah, uh, Okoko. I don't. I never remember the name of that place. Yeah, it was Okoko. Because that, that's when we went to that uh, seafood restaurant, and me and Rusty had our doors off. And then it poured down rain after we were there, and we had all that water in our jeeps. Oh, do you guys? God damn, do you guys remember the? I don't remember what one of the beach stories. Um, I don't remember who was with us, but it was us four. And we were at the beach, and I met this girl in the the beach one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, her and I ended up kissing. <laughs> and Mark, you saw it. It was laughing about it, and I didn't. I didn't really think anybody saw it. And then later on that night, when we all go to eat at uh, the crab shack, but I don't, someone, some other family was with us. I, was it David and Kelly? No, I, I, you're still talking about the same trip. Was it the same yep. one? Oh, we went there and. Uh, Somebody was talking about crabs. I was like, I didn't want it. And you were making jokes about how I already had some. <laughs> and you could see mom just turning red. Yeah. Yeah. I told her, I said, you don't need no more crabs. You probably already caught them. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that, mom? That and the Washington trip. Okay. I forgot about the Washington trip. Yeah, that Washington trip was good. Did you like uh, Arizona? Yeah. Like, um... You know what about? I'm glad you asked about Arizona. That that place that we went to, the Jackass Hotspot, the hot sauce place. You guys remember yeah. that? We there all there's a gas station. Uh, well, it's it's a big like huge gas station that has like I shit you not, it's a Petro, but it has. I'm gonna go over the list. Churches. No, not churches. Um, Popeyes, Burger King, uh, Iron Skillet, Papa John's, and. What's the other one? Why am I Dunkin' Donuts, along with it being a truck stop as well. 
um, on the way up to Decatur when we go. And inside of there, there's a corner dedicated to that hot sauce place. And they have all the stuff that was there in Arizona. Yeah, that was a cool, that was a cool trip. Well, it wasn't cool. It was hot as hell, but it was, uh, it was a fun trip. I like the Grand Canyon. The hottest part about it won't even stay in there or the Grand Canyon. It was being in that car <laughs> crammed up with a dog. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> with their dog. Yeah. And all those dogs. All right. So next question I have for you. How was it being a stepson? I'm going to put you on the spot. At first, I obviously struggled with it more than Jessup did. Because Jessup's mind was like, okay, more people to fuck with. <laughs> in my mind, I couldn't really comprehend what it was at first to be for you guys to for mom and dad to be separated divorced like i didn't understand that and so just like when that kim i'm then that that lady came in the picture and uh i think you were already in the picture before she did um i didn't much like any step parent i didn't like anybody because i didn't know anybody and then i was also going through a lot of stupid shit in my life with school and everything so I think I, did, I think I was an asshole at first, but then I started to realize that I would prefer you to be in mom's life than some than whatever dad was going with, if that makes sense. And then I started to realize that I actually do like you and loved you as a dad. So if, if you could go back and change anything and and our relationship, what would it be? Um Because hmm. there, there was a time and 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 again, I mean, you were you were a child. I was very young, didn't know how to handle a lot of things, and there came a, a time that you know we struggled, um, you know, to get along. And I guess my regret is not being mature enough to to look past a lot of that and uh, stay close. Um, I think I, I think my biggest regret with that is um, that night we were staying in the blue house. Um, I don't remember. I think Jessup was was off, or he if he was in his bedroom, he was off doing something. And mom was cooking dinner, and you were watching TV, and I was in the kitchen with mom. And it's a small house, so the kitchen is linked to the living room. And uh, I was talking to mom, and I was like, "Mom, why don't you leave Mark and go back with Dad?" And she was like, "Son, you need to watch your mouth." And I was like, "I don't understand this. Um, like, I don't understand what's going on." And she was like. And mom was trying to explain to me how it works with grownups and, you know, relationships and stuff. And she was like, you know, that's your, that's going to be your father over there. You need to get over it. And I was still being an asshole about it and didn't understand. And then, so that's probably. No, I know. I'm just trying to like some, I don't remember everything that you said, but I remember saying that. that's not the way you took it no no it's not i was just i'm trying to think of like a way where you something where you actually got to me because like i said i don't remember anything you said i remember saying that because when i realized it like days later or weeks later i regretted always saying it oh well i i do have some it's not really i guess it's, it starts out shitty but it's kind of funny mark kind of got payback on me a little bit but uh, uh that was it i think it was ryan the first time we brought ryan over to the house and uh I was showing him around the house and I was like, here's Mark. This is what he does. He watches TV. (laughs) 
And Mark was like, son, watch your mouth. And I was like, what? And then we got in a small argument and like the rest of the night went on. And so you were like, okay, you want to do that? So you were like, all right. You told mom the next day, you're like, we're going to build a shed in the back and Vincent's going to help me build it. And uh, I was like, Mark, I don't want to. Do you remember that? You wanted a fort. Yeah. And you were like, you're going to help me build it. And I was like, I don't want to do it. And you were like, well, I mean, you, you basically, you're like, well, you want to, you want to see what it's like. So we're, come on, we're going to go out there. And we started building it and I hated it. And like, you got the frame up and you were like, all right, are you done? <laughs> are you done trying to talk shit? Yeah, I mean, you kept saying you wanted a fort and all I did was watch TV. So <laughs> I made you go out there with me and yeah, we built it about halfway. That fort stayed there yep. for a while. I do remember like when Jess up me. I don't think Dylan, but some other kids from the park, from the neighborhood, uh, we found that bike frame in the woods. And uh, so we had the bright idea that we were going to build it up as a bike. So we took the frame and we stuck it in that, that house and was trying to build work on it one day and put all these parts from our other bikes onto that bike frame. And so we left the bike in that, that little that shed thing. You wanted a fort, and I made you go out there and work on it. And after that, you didn't want a fort no more. <laughs> you wanted me to build it so you could just go out there and have fun. Mark, do you remember when we went on that Washington trip and uh, we got into the taxis and mom was having a come apart on yeah, every she taxi? she talking about my driving after that. Because they, uh, they drive like idiots up there. What, what was your favorite part of the Washington trip? Oh, uh, I think honestly that night when we were at the top of the hotel and we got to see the White House. Yeah. What about y'all's? I remember you, you almost made me throw up. And that simulator, because you just wanted to keep doing circles, you know, doing flips. It was confusing. It made no sense. And then you were hollering at me, (laughs) and we didn't realize they could watch us outside on a big screen TV. (laughs) You're screaming, you can't shoot worth a shit. And all you were doing was loops the whole time. And I was like, well, (laughs) you learn how to fly. Then you, you just kept going back and forth and changing, and you were trying to make me throw up in the simulator. I still, we still got that picture of my face of it looks like I just took a dump in myself. And when we got out of the simulator, everybody was laughing, pointing stuff at me and you when we were walking out. Because I guess the way we, you know, you were like, you can't shoot with a shit. And I said, you can't drive. Do you remember, when, I, I don't know if it was the first one, one of the Simpsonians, because I don't think all of them did it, but they had the uh, the metal detector at the entrance. And so they caught my pocket knife that I always carried on me. And they made me. Well, the that was the White House because you got hit with the no, knife. No, that was the lighter. Hit with the lighter. No, yeah. no, you're right. It was a Smith's only. Yeah, yeah. Knife. It was the same day. I don't. It might have been the same day, but I know it was the same trip. I had to throw away my knife because we couldn't do anything with it, so I had to throw it away. And then when we go into the White House, I had my lighter on me, and the guy made me yeah. in front of all of you, and all everyone else that was having me on the tour. This is like take my Zippo apart and take the flint out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because I was begging him, I was like, "Please don't make me throw it away. I really like this lighter." And he was like, "Well, you're going to, have to take the uh, ignition out." And so then, like, he had to yeah, show man. me how to take it all apart and take the flint out. Only Vincent would try to get in the White House with a knife and a lighter. <laughs> I blame my dad. <laughs> but but we told you going to the White House, it be your pockets. You're like, "Oh yeah, I ain't got nothing." And then the Secret Service is over there patting us down because you know. Vincent's in the White House, and we may burn it down. <laughs> but yeah, that that was a fun trip. What was y'all's favorite trip we took? Um, I like the I like the Arizona and the Washington. I mean, I'm you know, going to the beach and everything. Your mom used to you know, that's that's your mom's thing going to the beach. 
Um, I like going when we went to uh, D.C. I like that because I can just go sit at a Lincoln Memorial forever. I just love sitting there and just looking out. And when me and me and Brad went on a trip there, we couldn't get to the the pool. You know, we couldn't walk right beside it because they were setting up the Fourth of July. But when we went, you know, we were able to walk beside it. I mean, it was just a fun trip. Off the top of your head, do you guys remember all the beaches we went to? Um, we went to Virginia Beach a lot. We went to um, went out of uh, we went to OBX. We stayed for the weekend, but we we did a lot of Virginia Beach trips um, with you guys. Uh, we went to Myrtle Beach. We took you guys to Myrtle Beach. What beach was it? Did we go to where I got the hermit crab? Every time you went to OBA, you call crabs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't have that hermit crab. No, it died. And that thing was wretched when it died. But I know it was a Batman, it was a Batman colored hermit shell, and I had a fit to have to get it while we were there. So since this is a Father's Day edition, I'm going to put you on the spot again. When we get to say Happy Father's Day to Vincent. Uh... I guess when I'm, I guess when I meet another girl. Don't rush, please. I mean, don't wait till you don't rush. We, we want grandbabies. Yeah, we want happy parents. <laughs> we do. We want happy parents, but we want grandbabies. You know what? This is kind of unfair question to me for me and Jocelyn, but I think it is kind of funny. How many grandkids do you guys want? Seventeen. Fuck that. <laughs> That's what Jocelyn said. No, look, I mean. I think that you know if, 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 if you have a if you have you know one child, you know you, you'll get to see. And I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, we'll be on the phone with Jessa, we'll Skype him or something, and all of a sudden Bentley's wide open, and Jessa's like, "Damn it!" And I'm like, "I just sit back and laugh." I'm like, you know, or Jessa will call and say something that Bentley's done, and I don't understand this. I was like, "Yep, that's your son." <laughs> I mean, it's just it's fun to sit back and watch. You know, the, the struggles, you know, that we went through with you boys that Joseph's now going through. And, you know, I think everybody should experience that. But, you know, again, don't rush, but grandbabies. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to put you on a bigger spot. Do you and mom regret not having kids like together? Um. Yes and no. I mean, I, I think it would be nice to have my own, but. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I don't introduce you or Jessup as my stepsons, even though, you know, I've said the whole time that I've been in your life, you know, that you have a dad. And, you know, but I want to be a dad to you guys, too. So, I mean, I never went through the actual experience of going through, you know, a pregnancy with, with Lena and, um, you know, having my own flesh and blood. But I have two kids that I love and. Um, for the longest time at church, people didn't realize. Somebody finally just asked, "Why is Joseph's name different? You know, you know, why was your last name different?" And I was like, "They're mm -hmm. my stepsons," and people didn't know it. You know, it's not like you walk up and introduce me as your stepdad. You know, so mm -hmm. yes and no. Um, I'm happy that you know we got you guys, but there's a small part that wish I would have my own, but. I mean, we ain't not having any now. If your mom popped up and said she was pregnant, I'd choke the shit out of her. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, it does a small portion of that missing, but not not really. I mean, you know, still had a big hand in raising you guys, and it, I don't regret it. What do you guys remember, or what's your first memory with Bentley? I was working down, uh, I had a meeting in Wilmington, and um, I got to go spend a couple hours with him before I headed back. And um, got a good, you know, couple of pictures of just, you know, he was just a teeny little thing and just sitting in their living room and just holding him. And, you know, him sitting there just smiling and giggling. It was just, but that's the fun parts. You know, and now, you know, like we'll see him this afternoon and we'll get on the boat. Bentley likes to get up there and I like he's driving and, you know, just fun times like that. To go back to what you said about Jessup dealing with Bentleys and um, as a kid thing, it, just, it is kind of funny that Jessup's now having to deal with Bentley wanting to watch all the cartoons and stuff. Yeah, because you were like stuck on Barney. No, no, Jessup was stuck on Barney. I was yeah, stuck on Power Rangers. Yeah, you were Power Rangers. You'd run through the house doing that Power Ranger stuff. <laughs> and it wasn't even me that ran through the metal that... that I think this is before you came in the picture. I yeah. think, but yeah, because we stayed. Jessup ran through the door. Yeah. Mom, uh, it was like a storm door. Jessup ran through the no, storm I, door I, I while was we were playing Power Rangers. Was he? I thought that was, he did. Yeah, he did one when he when we were on that first house we lived in. The one I moved in with you on there, he he ran, he busted he busted that glass out. He didn't run through it. He hit it. Jessup has a habit with busting things up. Yeah, your brother could break shit in a heartbeat. Do you remember when Matthew Litterman's teeth went through his head? Yes. Yep. Oh, I do because I almost got arrested in the emergency room. They mm. kept saying it was child abuse. I remember that. And the other kid was sitting there with his mouth bleeding. You could easily see it was teeth. Yep. Yep, you guys were uh, destructive when you were little. But you were just being boys. What was it? Just like to take oh. shit apart and then have fifteen pieces left over and saying, No, it was back together and then it just didn't I remember when uh Dad one of the times dad dad took us um the weekend, he was like, Let's go play tennis. So he bought us tennis rackets. And when we we took him back home to you guys and uh Justin went in his room and was taking the tennis racket apart to play with the strings. Yeah, he he loved taking stuff apart. Let's see how it worked. You would just you, you would hoard all your stuff you would hide it from me do you remember the when we moved into the first house that you guys had your own bedrooms mm, the blue one right is that the one i'm thinking of yeah, yeah. and then uh you told Justin not to cross your doorway without permission and after two or three times you picked up a clothes hanger and wore him out until he crossed the doorway and then got out of your room <laughs> used to being right there with you all the time. Yeah, he didn't want to be by himself, and you wanted to be just left alone. I do remember uh, that when Dave and Kelly first moved over, and um, it was one of the first early first few nights we were doing the poker games over there, and uh, while you guys were doing that, I was in Zach's room playing his, his whatever game system he had, and I think I was playing the PlayStation 2 that night, but like that day I woke up, you guys had like somehow or another snuck in a PlayStation 1 and set it, set all the stuff and everything in the floor. Um, and it was just random and I was, I woke up like it was Christmas, didn't know what was going on. And then I think at some point you guys ended up just buying me and Jessup a PlayStation two, but we kept it in Jessup's room. Now, when we bought that game system, we put it downstairs. No, no, before that we had one in the blue house. 
Because the buttons broke on it. Uh, Mine and Jessup's carelessness. (laughs) You mean y'all broke it? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) I ain't gonna take all the blame for that. I had help in that too to know what I was doing. Um, what? So, since we were talking about brothers, what? What's the what's the most graphic fight or long fight you can think of with you and Brad? Well, I mean, I, I remember one night Brad come in late. I, I, I don't know if he had been drinking or not, but you know, Brad was three years older than me, so we didn't really hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he had older friends, but I remember he come in. Mom was asleep, and. I was sitting in her chair where she normally sat when we walked by, tripped me. And, you know, I kept trying to blame it on him that he tripped over my feet. But in reality, <laughs> I put my foot up and tripped him. And then we got into it in the hallway. And that's probably the only time I remember me and him actually throwing hands with each other. And my mom had to come out. And, you know, by that time, I think, we'll, you know, I was probably 16 he was probably 19 mom had had enough and she started throwing we stopped <laughs> you know you don't fight my mama's house <laughs> you know this fight i remember getting in with my brother what was the funnest moment you had with brad i'd, I'd say one of our washington trips i mean we, we went to washington and stayed um a couple of years ago and we went to a couple of baseball games and we went around and, you know, almost like the trip we had. And we didn't do the White House trip, but we, we went around and, you know, we spent a couple of days up there and it was just us. And um, that was a great trip, you know. Just spent a couple of days gone. And that was right after my my stepsister uh, uh, died on her uh, full wheel accident. So. I think that was probably the funnest trip. Because, again, when we were younger, I mean, we went somewhere. Brad would have a friend. I, you know, Gene was only with me. We went and did our thing. Brad went and did his. So, we, uh, you know, you and Joseph are one year apart. You know, it's different when you, you know, three years apart. We've been able to just go do stuff. Um. You know, some of the day trips we went up there, the games were okay, but that that trip we went up there for three days, that was that was pretty cool. Um, so I'd be amazed if I didn't ask this, but um, Grandma Pearl, what was the earliest memory you have with her? Um, and, gra- and Grandma Pearl being your stepmother. Yeah, yeah, she was my stepmom. Um, I mean, I I remember you know, all the way back with Pearl. I mean, she she coming to my life around when I was two or three. I don't remember those days, but um, I guess one of the biggest memories as a kid with her was one, but Pearl would give you, you know, when we got in trouble, she would give us an option of a spanking or a, you could be grounded for the, the full day. And Rosemary, um, my sister that passed, and Brad would always choose to be grounded. And I'd be like, just go ahead and whip me so I can go back outside. Pearl would make us go pick on a switch. And I'll never forget when me and Brad were doing something and, and Rosemary was right in the middle of it. And she said, um, you're not going to pick, you know, cause I, I'd go outside and pick a little twig and make it twice as bad, you know, cause then Pearl had to go pick my switch and wear me out. But, you know, I'd pick a little bitty 
four-inch twig and say, yeah, whip me with this. So she told us we had to go pick. You know, I had to pick Brad's. Brad had to pick Rosemary. Rosemary had to pick mine. And they come in with these nice little twigs. And I remember just hearing Pearl laughing. And since I had to pick Brad's, I'm I'm dragging a tree branch <laughs> trying to get to the porch with it. And I just remember Pearl just laughing, saying, what are you doing? I said, you whipping him with this. <laughs> but Pearl was a very good stepmother. You know, always took care of us. And, yeah, but I only went to my dad's every other weekend. It, I didn't spend a lot of time over there. Um, you know, like most people would. You know, back then it was every other weekend. That was it. And again, I was so social that you know, we went to skate and rink on Friday and Saturday night. So every, you know, every Friday and Saturday night we pretty much. And back then I stayed at my grandparents every Friday night. So it was just a routine we did when we were little. And we just always did that. You know, up to we were just about teenagers. We stayed at, so I only stayed at my dad's house on Saturday night. And we were pretty much on at the skating rink every Saturday night. So I'd go fishing with my dad on Sundays. I think the earliest memory I can remember with Grandma Pearl was she took me to Rochelle Pond. Um, and we played with the ducks all day with the bread. Yep. She loved the ducks. Yeah, you guys didn't spend a lot of time with my dad because back then he was drinking all the time and I didn't want y'all around that. The only thing I do remember about your dad was that that night we went or day we went over there to see him while he was in the bed, the hospital bed in the, in the living room. Yeah. That's the last thing I remember. Yeah, my my dad and my stepmom were very fond of my first wife, and when we split up, my dad didn't like that very much, and we had a falling out, and I guess after that. We weren't very close, and I didn't get close to him again until the very end. So that was that was kind of hard to you know to live with. That's my one regret with my dad was not you know having a better relationship and being around him a lot more. But, you know, I was very stubborn back then and wanted to do my own thing. But I do remember when I introduced your mom to him for the very first time. I walked in and said, "Uh." Hey, Dad, here's my future ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom was so mad. But uh, well, that was just me joking around, but she didn't find my sense of humor as funny as I did. What was the moment that you realized you wanted to marry Mom? The very first time I laid eyes on her. No, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know, you know, we first started dating and we got, I mean, we got very serious very quick. Um, and then it was, I don't know, we, we had talked about it several times and then don't really have an answer for that one. It was just, you know, we didn't rush it, but, you know, when the time was there, it was, it was time to go ahead and you know, get married. Mom. What was the moment you realized you wanted to marry Mark? She she's trying to figure out that I don't think that's happened yet. That day's not come yet. Tell him, tell her to get into the mic more. When I realized that he could accept my kid and not walk away, because I've given the opportunity to walk away. I said, "This isn't. This isn't. You know, here's my kids, and they're not going anywhere. And if this is not for you, then it's time for you to leave." And he didn't leave. I think that as a single parent, even as a woman, you have to 
as a mom, you have to like make sure that whoever you get involved with understands that they don't replace your kids. It was important for me at that point. So with that being said, as we start winding down, is there, well, is there anything you want me and Jessup to know um, before you leave earth? I did the best I could. Uh, didn't really know how to be a parent, but uh, I love both of you. Love both of you the same. And, you know, at, at the end of it, I, I hope I instilled hard work in you and, you know, provide for your family and take care of your family. Jessup couldn't make it, but I'm sure if he was here, he would say that, you know, we both love you as a dad. That's what matters to me. You know, I, I hope at the end of it, you know, both of you realize that I wasn't your dad, but I took care of you the same as if I was, you know, your blood dad. And I guess what made it easier um, was that me and Kevin always got along. We There was never a time that we fought when it comes to, to you boys. You know, I mean, we never really had any major disagreements. Um, at all. So that, that made it so much easier you know, knowing that I had Kevin's support and that, you know, I, I think Kevin knew that I would take care of you guys to the best of my ability. I will say that, um, yeah, I only just recently realized this, like maybe this year or last year. Um, no, I was, I was going to say this year, uh, in my lifetime, I've met plenty of people. Um, everyone has had an issue with, one of their parents, whether they weren't in their life, they were abusive, cruel, or died before they got to know them, or even had like a substance problem. And I never was able to like, whenever this person would tell me, I would never able to be able to um, share that feeling with them because, you know, me and Jessup, we had all four parents. You know, we never had anybody that was anything remotely like that. But even you guys all had issues with your parents, but we didn't. So, I think if we could say something to all of you, we would say thank you because we never went through that everyone else goes through right now. Or has been through in their life. And that's one thing we tried to do. I mean, same thing, you know, when, when Pam and Kevin got together, I mean, it was... We always tried to put you guys, you know, you know, right there in you know, front and center so that we could you know, all take care of you together. And we didn't do a bad job. I mean, there was things we probably do differently, but you guys didn't get everything you wanted, but you got what you needed. So with that being said, um, I'm going to ask you the one, the our, our closing question. Um, if you could give advice to anybody who's starting to become a stepdad, stepping into the roles of taking care of the kids with the girlfriend or, um, just being the actual dad in the picture, what would you say to that person right now? Need to have patience. You need to understand what the kids are going through. Um, it's like you said, you know, and you tell me all the time, you just wanted your mom and dad back together. So children don't understand that. You got to have patience and not take it personally. You know, if a child does say, well, you're not my dad, you can't take all that personal. 
So I would say biggest thing is you have to have patience. And they need to treat you need to treat that other child as your own. You know, you and Justin never asked for the situation both of you were put in with step parents. So the step parents need to understand that. And so all right. Um so with that being said, happy Father's Day, Mark. Oh, thank you, buddy. I love you. I love you too. This episode features Mark and Lena Davis. Want more great podcasts like Personalized? You can go to gravityundone.net to find other podcasts such as Space Brains, Exit Plan, and My Creativity. We would be so thankful if you could follow Personalized on social media along with sharing your favorite episodes, following the guest, and leaving us a review on platforms such as Apple Podcast and Podchaser. Stay tuned for the teaser at the end. Never how divine's design. We're born on it without a wall of lie to hide behind. But tell me who's behind the lie when we become it? How many fellas waking up with ladies they wouldn't want as the children's mother? How many of y'all seeking at sundown when it's appealing? But wake up in a situation you couldn't explain with 60 minutes. It's apparent you're showing the wind but can't afford to reap the berry. And just the thought of it is overbearing to carry. Very scary, but it's hard to hold the morals living by the Milwaukee code. Hanging out the passenger window, screaming, go home or go beast mode. I'm in a free flow, but the game still played with debit. And you just cashed out. It's the end of that sentence. The further from the truth, the easier the news goes viral. And you went and started acting knocked up. Catherine Heigl, unbeknownst to foreign ground, to handle these cats like five. We called you bluff. Talk to you never. Good night. Boom.
Sector Southeast just called. There was a shooting over at Point Judith. Four dead, no wounded. Suspect is the BM-1 over there. This was it. The source. The beacon for those... those... things. I, uh... I drew my pistol and fired into it. Oh, shit. This is too much, Roger. Senior, how are we supposed to operate after something like you this? You gunned them down as they came down the ladder and stepped she over the, the body. the light was a bloody, beating heart. Shadows. Dark shapes. Boston Harbor Horror presents Occulting 315 Coming May 1st 2020. Alright. Something talk. Hello. Is this America? Are y'all fighting for freedom? Do you feel like the corona's got you down? Where's what we say? Just take off your mask and run around the stage and hug and kiss on strangers. Cause y'all fucking crazy. 